Okay, by show of hands, how many people believe in the process of channeling? You know, summoning a spirit for the purpose of communication. All right, how many believe in aliens? Everyone, right? Of course. I found a guy that claims to combine both of these two phenomenons. Daryl Anka channels an alien named Bashar, and he is here to save the earth. I'm not sure if I believe that he is actually channeling an alien, but what he says is so damn interesting that I can't stop watching his videos. Today, let's co-create and leave this physical reality with an alien from the Orion constellation known as Bashar. Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad. Thank you for listening. Hope you're having a good day. Kim first told me about Bashar, I think it was last year. And after watching his first video, I was hooked. Uh, Daryl Anka is a spiritual medium who claims to channel an enlightened extraterrestrial entity named Bashar. Um, now, this entity says... He is from 300 years in the future and 500 light years towards the Orion constellation. He is genetically related to humans. He is a, a hybrid between the greys and actual humans from our location and time. Now this may sound far-fetched, but it could answer some of the questions regarding uh, the purpose and nature of the numerous UFO abductions by the Greys. Uh, in an interview, Anchor recalled back in 73 how he had a close encounter of the first kind. Uh, he said that it was this black triangular UFO. He actually saw two uh, close range. At each sighting, he saw that dark metallic triangular craft, uh, about 30 feet on each, each side, he says. And the craft in the first sighting was about 150 feet away. In the second, it was about 60 feet away. So very close. Definitely uh, constitutes a first encounter or a close encounter of the first kind. So after the encounter, Anka begins researching UFOs and paranormal as one would after seeing <laughs> a UFO. And then 10 years later, uh, he met a channeler and began to study the practice. He claims that through this practice, he became attuned to an extraterrestrial presence named Bashar. Anka describes Bashar as existing in a parallel reality, in a time frame that we perceive as the future. And in his monologues, Bashar covers a wide range of topics, uh, includes spirituality, planetary advancement, uh, geometry, metaphysics, and of course, extraterrestrial life. His supposed reasons for contact is, uh, according to Bashar, is we are interacting with you to share certain perspectives that may give you an opportunity to see within yourself more of what it is you contain, to know yourselves and allow us to reflect to you certain ideas you may already know but perhaps as a civilization have forgotten. 
Before I go any further, you have to hear this guy in his own words. He goes into this trance-like state, uh, doing some fast twitch movements with his eyes closed, and then he starts talking. I want to say good day to you this day of your time. How are you all? All right, all right, thank you. Thank you once again for the co-creation of these interactions and the allowance of this transmission in this way at this time. We would like to begin this transmission by reminding you that it is titled Nature's Social Network. The idea being that there are a variety of ways that different elements, different expressions in nature communicate with one another because you are all immersed in a web of energy and information. But there are very specific ways in which these connections in the energy web are expressed depending upon the expression of nature. First, we remind you that you do not exist in nature, you are nature. Your bodies are an expression of the nature of the reality that you have chosen to experience. We know that for some time, many individuals within humanity have in the past thought of themselves as being separate from nature, maybe living in it, maybe being surrounded by it, but not necessarily considering themselves to be of it. But you are. But now you're beginning to understand that extraterrestrial contact is really extra-dimensional contact as well. It's extra-consciousness contact. It happens on multiple levels of dimensionality, not just the physical surface. He seems to take any question from his audience, uh, like this annoying lady. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I haven't finished. Okay. We'll be the judge of that. How does... <laughs> How to stay positive? And well, no matter what happens in your life. Well, again. No matter what happens now. Again, if you understand that there is no built in meaning to anything, yeah. everything is a neutral prop. All right. Why wouldn't you infuse it with a positive meaning to get a beneficial effect instead of infusing it with a negative meaning to get a negative effect? Why but wouldn't you? You could be thrown off, a surprise. I get crazy surprises. You know, I, I wake up very positive. Yes. It's going to be a beautiful day. Yes. Something crazy happens. So what? Unexpectedly. And it so what? It just throws you no, off. No, so, no, 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 no. It does. It does. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. You do. You throw yourself off by assuming that there is something wrong in that being there. Surprises throw you off. Surprises are what give you the opportunities in an unexpected way so your life isn't boring. That, well, that's true, that's true, that's true. Okay. Use your imagination and creativity to find a positive way to look at that. Don't okay. see them as obstacles that can throw you off. Define them as arrows pointing in a direction that will actually take you where you need to go much faster than you thought. Define it. 
however it works for you because it is only your definition that determines how you experience anything in physical reality. It's all about your definition. So however crazy it is. No matter. No matter. Because right, right now, right now, yes. listen to your language. In that sentence, in that question, you already have a built-in assumption in yourself that crazy equals bad. Why should it? Things can be crazy good. Crazy good. Yes. All right. Watch okay. your language. Crazy Watch good. how you define things. That's what determines how you experience your reality, how you experience yourself. Listen to what comes out of your mouth and stop yourself and say, wait a minute, it doesn't have to mean that. Okay. It can mean something else. That's true. Use That's your true. imagination, That's use true. your creativity, create the definition that works for you, and the universe will respond to it because it doesn't have a mind of its own. It's never going to contradict you. Everything you experience is the result of what you believe to be true about yourself. He's sort of that tough love alien, like uh, the East Coast alien. <laughs> um, here's another one uh, he has on chemtrails and conspiracy theories, which... I found really interesting. <laughs> they, in some sense, are under the misguided impression that they need to do certain things in a certain way to balance out the climate of your planet. But the idea is that they're actually putting a lot more poisons in the air because they're not necessarily using the substance that would actually work. Gold. Hmm. Atomic gold? Yes. Um, if they were to use that, it would actually balance out the climate of your planet with absolutely no ill side effects whatsoever. But because you value the idea of the gold in a completely different way, you hoard it in that sense and don't use it in these kinds of circumstances where it would actually be of benefit to your entire global climate pattern. Now, there are other things connected to this, but we don't go into those. We are staying on the level of the idea of expressing the direct technological connection and effects. And we are not at this point of a mind to deal with any other particular intentions that might be connected to this scenario. All right? Okay. Do you wish to remain in a negative world? No. no. Then we will not reinforce that negativity. You see, this is a very interesting paradoxical use of power. The idea is that many people on your planet have a very strong control of information. They have first and foremost used that control of information to make it appear as if they actually control more than they do. So the idea is that when individuals and again, it doesn't mean that you should not be aware that individuals may have negative intentions, but when many individuals go to the extremes of starting to look into what you call conspiracy theories, and they assign these powers, these abilities to do the things that you're all afraid they can do to these people, you are thus then giving them that ability. So the great, I'll just say it this way, the great joke from those people attempting to give you that impression is that the people that are attempting to be whistleblowers are actually their greatest advertisers. 
because they make people believe that they actually have the ability to do more than they do, and that's the joke. So lighten up on yourselves. Don't give them the power, and you will shift your vibration to a parallel reality in which they don't even exist eventually. <laughs> All right? That'd be very nice. That's how you change the world. You don't change the world you're in. You change yourself through your actions, through your knowingness, through your energy, through your behaviors, and you shift yourself to a parallel world that's already more reflective of the world that is representative of the change you've made in yourself. Does that help? Yes, it does. Then happy trails okay. to you. So we just need to stop wearing gold and use it to combat climate change. That actually sounds right for some reason. <laughs> uh, the bulk of his monologues have to do with self-actualization. Uh, his message is centered around getting his audience to realize their potential. Um, although he does talk about crystals, hybrid aliens, uh, time travel, you know, the other stuff. <laughs> Another fascinating piece of information from Bashar is that all dolphins are vibrating space aliens in contact with other dimensions. <laughs> Apparently we can learn much from dolphins by swimming with them. I could actually believe that one too. There are those, of course, uh, skeptics that believe this guy's a total sham. And I get it. I mean, for starters, he's been to several countries, Japan, Greece, Egypt, and yet he always speaks English and needs a translator for the audience. Wouldn't an intergalactic time-traveling alien, you know, that's transferring thoughts to a human, be able to do the simple task of speaking different languages? Uh, just a thought. But that said, I don't watch his videos because I actually think he's channeling an alien. But what he says is actually good advice especially when it comes to happiness and his thoughts on energy. As has been discussed many times from many different sources, the idea of physical reality is that it is a projection of consciousness. In a sense, it is like a dream. It isn't really out there around you. It isn't really solid in the classical meaning of that word. But the idea is that everything that exists in physical reality, in some way, shape, or form, begins within the consciousness as a resonance pattern, as a template, as a blueprint, if you will. And thus, that blueprint, that energy pattern, is in a sense crystallized within the consciousness into the format that you perceive and experience as physical reality. Yes, and please remember, it doesn't really matter where you are, it matters who you are in that place. Yes? Because it's not what happens, it's what you do with what happens. That's the measure of change. That's the measure of empowerment. Not what happens. Don't make your happiness and your balance conditional on the reflections. You decide what your state of being is, the reflections will eventually follow. 
but you don't have to need them to because you're not basing your state on them. Otherwise, your state is being made conditional. He essentially says everything is energy. And he's not the first person to say this. Nikola Tesla also made the same claim that thoughts are energy and that there is no physical world. I'll be honest, at first, <laughs> that made my brain hurt. But I think I'm starting to get it. Um, if everything is energy, that means that everything is one and we can bring anything we want into our experience. We channel energy using our thoughts and since everything is energy, that means we can summon all sorts of desires, whether it's money, car, uh, house, everything in the physical universe. If this is all true, the only thing that keeps me from what I want is my belief that I'm separate from it. Let's use science to put it to the test. Atoms are 95 to 99% empty space. And they, along with the subatomic particles, make up everything. So what is this empty space? Since they have no internal structure and no physical size, that means that they're entirely illusory. Or to say it another way, they're, they're made up of energy. They are zero-dimensional and more like events than actual things. I mean, this desk looks like a solid object. And the only reason it appears that way is that... I've been programmed to believe I live in a physical universe. Our senses can only pick up the energy that we think is real. So if everything is made up of empty space, one could say it's made of non-physical energy or a formless intelligence. Ultimately, reality as we experience it seems to be the result of human consciousness interfacing with that quantum field. And that's basically just pure waves of energy. I've heard reality is not only stranger than we think, but stranger than we can think. It's hard to grasp when I'm sitting in traffic or waiting in a doctor's office uh, <laughs> to get this concept. But science is revealing that our world is more of an energetic idea than anything else. As the uh, physicist Aaron Schrodinger put it, uh, what we observe as material bodies and forces are nothing but shapes and variations in the structure of space. Particles are just appearances. It's like radio stations. Uh, they're different frequencies, but they all work on the same originating system. So go with me on this analogy for a second. I can tune in different stations like life is so difficult or I can never find love. I don't have enough money station or conversely, I can tune it into stations like abundance or wealth, success, uh, happiness, love, all based on my beliefs. My consciousness projects the station. So if I want to change my life, I have to change my frequency the frequency of my mind. 
Einstein said there's no such thing as time. So basically, I don't have to wait for the things that I desire. I just have to raise my vibration so that I can attract them into my life. If you think about it, we're already one with the things that we want. The career, the money, house, whatever. But we've been programmed to believe that we are only physical beings. And this is half true. We have physical bodies, but we are primarily spiritual beings. I like to think of the body as a, uh, a spacesuit. This means I'm not bound to the limitations that I've been programmed. Uh, these limitations are just illusions. But I developed an ego which tells me I'm separate from source energy. The reality we want is right in front of us. It's just out of frequency. And our consciousness can't perceive it. I'm not going to go run a four-minute mile tomorrow because my body is used to running a 10-minute mile. I would have to recondition my body to get to that four-minute mile. And in the same way, I have to recondition my consciousness for a new reality. And it all starts with hitting the delete button. N not on this podcast, not yet. <laughs> but on the past, on your beliefs, your programming. And for a moment, suspend your disbelief and truly believe that the reality that you want is already here. It's like going to the movies. What makes a movie great is that we don't think about the actors and the script and the cameras and all that stuff. We suspend our disbelief and get emotionally involved in the movie. I invite you to do the same thing with your consciousness. Get emotionally involved with what it is you want. It might sound ridiculous, but you have to experience the excitement before it actually happens. For instance, I might say things like, my last episode got 10,000 downloads. I can't wait to post my next one. Uh, just for the record, I am nowhere near that number right now. So this might sound delusional, but really what's the harm? Uh, even if I'm totally full of it right now and just blowing some new age smoke, there's really no harm in trying this out. Um, and as science points out, this isn't just new age babble at all. Just try it as an experiment. Uh, you can use anything like I want to manifest a hundred dollars or a new friend or a cup of coffee, <laughs> uh, anything you want, but don't dismiss it just yet. Get excited about whatever it is you pick to manifest. Energy is never created or destroyed, which means all realities exist simultaneously and your consciousness determines what you experience. It's really just manifesting levels of energy uh, that are different from what my mind has been programmed to do. And it can be programs like, I'm not smart enough to do that, or I'm not talented enough for this. Uh, I'm only good enough to make this much money. 
But all realities exist. We just have to match our vibration to that experience. And like the quote I mentioned earlier from Schrodinger, science calls this the observer effect. Uh, the way they found out is by observing atoms. Uh, they once thought that they were the smallest building blocks in our universe, but then they discovered some atomic particles. And when they observed these particles, they found sometimes they exist and sometimes they don't. That sounds crazy, right? It was based off the observation of it. It existed, but it wasn't in a physical state. It's like those downloads I want. They exist. It's just in a non-physical reality. But I have to start observing that desire with my consciousness before it to manifest in a physical reality. The way I look at it, everything is two things. What you want or the absence of what you want. And most people are focused on the absence of what they want and... They might say, I want a new job, uh, I want more money, I want to find my true love, I want to be happy, but often they're focused on the lack of those things. Unfortunately, our minds focus on what we see in physical reality, um, but that reality is just a result of our past level of consciousness, so you can't look at the present conditions to determine what's possible for your life because that's just a collection of all those years you've been programmed. So take some time and uh, be delusional with me. <laughs> Let's get excited about what we want to manifest. Mine is 10,000 downloads. What's yours? Maybe you can channel uh, aliens like Bashar. <laughs> I will post some videos of Bashar on my blog. You gotta see these. Uh, they are quite the spectacle. <laughs> you can find that at the coffeebuzzpodcast.com. Until next week, keep manifesting. What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain.